Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 241 of Blade Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I am your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, that's Colin Ford, Chief Archivist of Blade Station, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Edelweiss, and Moss Woodward. Look more, no hands! <laughs> we also have our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shaft. Hello. Also, on running the tech decks, we have Commander Ventura. Hello. How are we doing? Hello. Excellent. Glad that you're all here. So, if you wish, you can join us live. We're hanging out in the game in the distant worlds uh, <laughs> somewhere. So, um, but if you can't get to us in game, we're also in the Twitch ch uh, chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat. And of course, we're live on Twitch TV slash live radio. Hello to everybody on Twitch. So, um, as everybody is well aware, today is patch day. So, quickly go around the table and see how everybody's been doing for the last week. So, Ben, how you been? Yeah, I've been good. Um, I had a really nice chill I've been playing Grand Theft Auto, I've been Sagittarius Iowa, I've been jumping towards Beagle Point, um, Shan's probably ahead of me, but maybe not by much, I'm not sure now, um, and yeah, that's really been about the, ex the extent of what I've been up to. I have found out, though, that I couldn't, um, I've been too late to go and get myself midnight tickets to go and see Endgame, which I'm kind of gutted about. Okay, um... I seem to be having technical difficulties, so uh, Shan, while I drop out, can you tell everybody what you've been up to? Yeah, no problem. Um, In-game, I'm nearly at Beagle Point. I had to stop because of its patch day today, but I'm pretty much nearly there now. Um, out of game, I've had a really excellent week. Um, we went on a nice bike ride on Saturday morning and burned the dogs up um, in that we were cycling for so long they were just chasing after our cycles at full speed for like three miles and the the poor little things um wore their pads out on their feet because they've been running so much so we haven't really took them out for a walk for a couple of days waiting for it to heal but i did come up with a, another brilliant invention is because they run so fast what i wanted to do was like put a little shoe on their feet with flint at the bottom. Then when they ran, they'd spark all the way down the road, which I thought would look excellent. Basically, horseshoes for dogs. Kind of, well, dog shoes. Yeah, yeah. But, with, but with flint on the bottom, so... Cause when that yeah, it turns them into the rat stone, things. Yeah, it, it, would, it would spark. Yeah, you want to turn them into rat things, don't you? I don't know what they are, but... Have you not read... Um, oh, God, what the hell is it called again now? A really awesome book whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's an awesome book. Helpful. Uh, <laughs> by Neil Stevenson. Um, oh, bear with me two seconds. I need to go and look it up because it's going to annoy me. Just, <laughs> just don't you ever join Ben's book club. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. just all joining that. Va oh, you know, you get that, va that, you know, that book about the, what you would call it with the Hoosier. That's a right good book. Yeah. 
Actually, it's funny if you mention that. That's one of the tricks my dad used to do, use uh, when he was in the police force with the dog ranch. People used to throw um, smash glasses behind the back of the dog van so the dogs couldn't be released without them cutting their paws apart. Oh. So they invented dog shoes. So, dog shoes are a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they protected the paws. And on um, yesterday, we took a visit to our youngest son, who was just just um, moving out of Windsor and moving into the household cavalry barracks in Knightsbridge. And because it's a bank holiday and everyone was all chill, we got a tour of the um, the stables and the barracks around Windsor Castle and said hello to the cavalry horses, which are absolutely massive. I mean, my, my son is like six foot three and he, his head reaches to the shoulder of some of these horses. They are absolutely ginormous. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been around the same place, and yeah, it, it it's quite frightening when you come head to face to face with a horse who's a lot taller than you. <laughs> well, it's interesting because he's got to know all of them and stuff like that, and he sort of say to sort of, "Oh, Dad, be careful of that one. That's a bit psycho." And um, meaning, if you go too near it, it will kick you or it will bite you or whatever, and. Like the horses, the household cavalry horses you see, like on the Troop and Colour, you don't associate the word psycho with them. No, you don't. <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, I guess these things literally are war horses. Oh, they're, they're, they're working animals. And yeah. as I say, we've got two border collies, and they're as crazy as anything. And it seems to be if they're a working animal, they're highly strong, they're highly motivated, mm. and they get bored easily. Um, so, I mean, it's not unknown for the horses to team up and arrange escapes for each other. Like, one of them will clop on the floor and attract the guard's attention, and another one will see the guard go away, get his nose under the bar, lift it up, and run out the stables. Yeah. By the way, that book that I was remembering about this rat things is Snow Crash. And it is a really awesome book, and if you've not read it, read it. <laughs> Come on, Ventura. What have you been up to for the last week? Um... I was basically doing the edit for Hutton Orbital uh, after ECM and mm -hmm. trying to recover from seeing Buck naked, naked. Um, oh, yes, that was that. Yeah, mm. and, okay. Uh, basically, that had a long weekend, so uh, just going to the beach and all the usual bits and pieces you would do in a long weekend, so eh, that was about it. There's nothing much. Didn't have to be thinking about work until today, so yeah, that was me. I've just <laughs> remembered, Ben, I do have tickets for Endgame. I could get tickets, but I was... I found out that I could probably get away with going to the midnight showing over the weekend, but when I went off to go and book tickets for it, the I found out that there weren't any seats left for me, so celebrate. So basically, you're going to be off the internet then until you see. No, I'll probably I'll manage unless I you go off and actually no, you're pretty good for spoilers. Because uh, that was another thing I did was I, I after you bending my ear about it, I did finish watching uh, Star Trek Discovery season two. So I'm not really bending your ear, it was saying this bit reminded me of this yeah. other bit. No. You want you wanted to make sure that I'd watched it before you said anything. So you are good for spoilers. Well, personally, um, I spent the weekend running around 
trying to keep everybody happy uh, and feeling miserably, um, ended up at ECM uh, and said hello to a lot of lot of the truckers. Uh, had a good time there. We had the Elite Miniatures game uh, running there for a little while. Uh, managed to jump in uh, and uh, basically... The thing about ECM is that it is such a nice laid back atmosphere there that, you know, it is just pleasant. You know, there's not, you don't feel under pressure to do, go and do certain things. And, but yeah, it, it was a good, it was a good session. Met up with Drew uh, Wegar, one of the authors. Um, also met up with a few, uh, with, obviously with uh, Grant, Psycho Cow, and uh, a lot of the other Hutton orbital truckers, including Shouty Man. I'd just like to say thanks to uh, Winging Pom, who went and printed us a fantastic uh, T6. So I now have a new ship. I now have to design all the um, <laughs> design all the cards that go with that new ship model and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to turn my nose up at free printed ships. So, um, shall we move on? I think so. Yeah. Well, obviously, one of the things that I did see happening at, uh, uh, at ECM was the there was uh, Sally and Paige and Will there, uh, and they disappeared for a little while, probably to do to this fact that something appeared on Reddit. Now, um, this is this is a weird one, to be honest. Um, Sean, how would you describe this situation? <laughs> oh, uh, I kind of got into pedantic mode um, because people have been calling it a leak. And it is not a leak because the source has not been verified. Neither has the accuracy been confirmed. So what we're talking about is a Reddit post. So it's not a leak, it's a Reddit post. And we won't talk about the content, but um, but people seem to look at this Reddit post, see it had one small accurate detail in it, which was about some Jurassic Park DLC. And then because it had one accurate bit, then assumed the rest of it was also accurate. And of course it then turns normally rational people into unthinking gibbons who basically ran with the idea the whole content had been spoiled for the next five years. Oh, that's the, a little unfair to gibbons, isn't it? Well, I'm trying to be... Well, it's better than calling them monkeys. Anyway, but anyway, the accuracy can't be confirmed and it won't ever be confirmed until after all the information or until after the information that was supposedly revealed has either been revealed or has been demonstrated to be false. So my pet theory on this was um, was that someone knew about the frontier sorry about the Jurassic Park DLC and then made up everything else, whether it's for a troll or they were just kind of you know um, wanting to put their theories down and get an audience for them, I don't know. What the thing reminded me of is the Game of Thrones spoilers and speculation that's been going on ever since 
Series 7 finished with Game of Thrones. Because there are so many fan theories and people have put so much together and made videos on it and talked about it. There's so much stuff out there. Some of it is bound to be right. And then you can then look back and say, oh, yeah, well, this post was right because this and this and this. No, they just got speculation. So it's a bit of a flash in the pan over nothing. I think people were bored and they wanted to think they got a scoop. Yeah. I mean, personally, some of the information in there I I was suspect about because, yeah. I've been assured that there's a. I've been assured by uh, a couple of members of Frontier that something is in there that this post claims it isn't, and uh, I have more. I am more inclined to believe the people from Frontier. So, I'm I'm really coming down on the side of this is a troll post. Yes, because I mean, let's think. I mean, the source was supposedly a technical artist, and. As, as far as I'm aware, and the way companies tend to work is they don't let their technical artists know the entire business plan for five years. The only people who know that for sure are the directors. Yeah, well, um, I mean, Ben, have you got any opinions on this, or shall we quickly move on to the more juicy stuff opinion, that's been happening? My opinion is let's not talk about it. It doesn't deserve the oxygen. It's been already generated. Fair enough. Oh, and uh, there's a patching coming in-game, by the way. Oh, is there? There is. Oh. So uh, in 15 minutes, there'll be a patch. So does that mean we're all being kicked out of the game again? Looks like. Uh, fair enough. Don't worry, Colin. You'll have downloaded it before the time the show's over. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Oh, dear. On the, I, ha- I have to admit, actually, I'm doing the... Orbital cruise stuff just now, mm-hmm. um, or the super cruise system, whatever the hell it's called, orbiting lathe, and I like E. Do you? Oh, oh. So I can do that. I can do that. And now look, Ma, no hands, and basically I'm flying around lathe. Nice. Um, yeah, I just go off and say go to lathe, and then the the. Module goes off and puts me into into a parking orbit kind of thing. Excellent. I think that's uh, cool. I like that. Has anyone tried it around Metron Hollow yet, though? I've not tried around Metron Hollow, but I did try it around the sun earlier. Um, so I went I went off to Lave, and I did I went off and started flying around Lave. Oh, apparently it's uh, twenty two hundred hours. Not 8 p.m. as has been spotted. Because <laughs> if it was 8 p.m., they've got the TARDIS going. Oh, I got a message. I got a server broadcast saying in 15 minutes. Oh, right. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll just put my SRV back in uh, in the ASP and uh, wait it out, I think. Probably a good idea. Yeah. But that's the same as almost every patch. I, I don't know why people are surprised. Because you always get a long implementation period during the day between you know, t- between 10 and 6 is when stuff are usually down. Yeah. And then there's issues and server glitches and stuff for the evening, and by the time the morning comes along, they're sort of out. So, well, one thing I have... being awfully cynical, but, you know, it's it just what happens. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm on the main uh, menu screen at the moment, and one of the things that I, I have noticed is I can't see the version number. So I'm assuming that this is 
I have no idea. I don't even know if there's a way we can find out. Hmm. I would, but I don't want um, because I'm doing the stream. And I yeah, I think Frontier are actually doing. They're doing a cop cop. They're saying, was that, did that say twenty hundred UTC? Yeah, twenty hundred UTC, which is twenty one hundred London time, which is in ten minutes time. Ah, gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just come up on yours. Yeah, twenty hundred UTC. So it is an hour from. So we're so, in UTC yeah. plus one, aren't we? We, we? So it's in ten minutes time. Yes. Yeah. Sorted. All fine. All is good. Yeah, so time is still happening one minute at a time. That's that's good to know. I like my universal contest, uh, constants. Uh, time, time is not constant, though. You should know that. Okay, well, Ben, uh, would you like to take us through the latest news about Distant Worlds 2, then? Uh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Um, there's a there's a massive, massive thing from Dr. Kai, uh, which I don't have open to hand, but I can dig it out. Um, basically, we're all off to uh, Beagle Point now. Um, and there was a nice mass jump on Sunday, which I took part in. And what was, that, what was really nice about that, actually, is while I was on the mass jump, I got a PM from a certain Commander Dav saying, hey, it's really good to see you you're, you out here as well. And I saw Commander Dav was, well, basically in another instance, but right right next to me. Uh, so I was in instance one for the mass jump, and he was over in instance two. Did you blow uh, him up? I did not blow him up. Although there was a couple of incidents that we are aware of. Yeah. There's... People, oh, is that people all blown out of proportion? It's blown <laughs> out of proportion, uh, if you excuse the expression. Yeah. Somebody tried to do something and you know, and then everyone ran around like headless chickens, but it's it's like, yeah, people are dicks, we know this. And was entirely predictable. Yeah. Um, so right, we're off to waypoint twelve and this is basically it's another two week well, it's an it's an indefinitely long one. Um, the organisers are wanting this to feel like it's the longest and loneliest stretch of the whole journey. And I'm not going to say they want us all to be lonely rock hermits, but <laughs> they want us to be lonely rock hermits out in the black, doing our thing, getting to Beagle Point, and we're not in a rush to get there. Um, we've actually got from... Uh, basically, to get to to qualify for doing Distant Worlds 2, we need to get to Beagle Point between the 22nd of April and the 13th of June. Lovely. So we've, we've got a bit of time. Now, I don't actually know how much of a rush I'm going to do in it or not. You know, I'm, vis I'm visiting the waypoints, but I don't, I don't honestly know what exactly I'm going to do. Because I'm not one to go off and look under every rock. That's never been me. Uh -huh. um, so I'll, I'll have to stop and think about that when I get there. Um, I would like to try and fly back with the fleet if there's any kind of return journey with the fleet. Yeah. Um, but they're not mentioning that yet. Um, and But I can understand why. I know they're not wanting to do anything as big and as official for the return trip. Because basically the guys have spent you know, the past since the beginning of the year and all the prep time before then 
the guys have basically been running this massive 13,000 commander big expedition from one side of the galaxy over to the other. Mm. So I can understand why they're maybe not doing the same for the return journey. Right. Um, I know I've got certain things that I would like to see on my way back to the bubble. I want to go off and see Colonia again, and I might hang out there. I want to go and see Explorer's Anchorage when it's been f- fully built. Um, so that's obviously go to Sagittarius A-Star. Apart from that, not sure what I'm going to do. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't decided on that either. I mean, it sort of feels a bit like a a party that's gone on a bit late and everyone's just kind of tired and going home and it's left a few diehards in the bar, you know. It feels a bit like um, Saturday, early Saturday morning at Lavecon, Lave you know, when everyone's gone to bed and Dockers has finished and there's people playing cards in the bar. It, it kind of feels a bit like that at Distant Worlds, and I completely understand, you know, they want to uh, have that on your own feeling. Um, but when, when when they announced it, I kind of thought there would be this big fanfare and everyone arriving at Beagle Point and, hooray, we made it, sort of thing. But I, I guess it's it's better to give people a chance to catch up and make their own way there. So according to... Um... Uh, Dr. Kai, you have to register your completion of the Distant Worlds 2 expedition. Uh, in order to do this, you need to log in at Beagle Point at least once between April the 22nd and June the 13th. Uh, this is something FDEV will use to check that you reached Waypoint 12. There are some exceptions that for that can be made for those who cannot make it by June the 13th. You will need to post your commander name and roster number to the arrivals thread. And this is the information that they'll collate and pass on to FDEV to check against your um, Waypoint 12 login. Um, we will supply the ROS, uh, where you can find your roster number in the show notes. Um, the arrivals threads will be posted this week and will be announced uh, obviously on the Distant Worlds Discord and, and I'll you'll be able to see them on the forums. Um, please note that the issuing of any rewards that FDEV have been planning may be something that does not happen right away. Um, the Distant Worlds won uh, the decal award for that journey only became available eight weeks after the end of the expedition. So they asked that uh, Distant Worlds two people be patient. The organization team wishes to thank everybody who attempted Distant Worlds 2 with a special congratulations to those that made it that far. So, um, yeah, this does seem feel like it is it is coming to a close, even though they haven't got to Beagle Point yet. <laughs> and they've still got all the way to come back. Yeah, it does feel like it's coming to a close. And I do hope that there's some kind of party at Beagle Point or something to celebrate the end, but I don't really well, know. Well, I've got a rather solemn duty to point, which I'll probably be inviting you along, Ben, as you when you get there, which is I've been carrying a ton of my rare good, um, the Karis orchid, um, to Beagle Point to drop it off as a sort of memorial thing. Mm. So I've carried that all away. So for me, that's, that's the moment when I say, yeah, I'm here. Um, I am tempted to try and be a bit bit of an awkward so-and-so, which is completely new for me. And if there is a reward, seeing if I can get out of my Shan account rather than shenanigans, because I'm kind of collecting decals on Shan rather than on shenanigans, but we'll see. Mm. 
Are they, are they doing a server update or is it a client update? Have they, have they said? I've got a feeling it's both. Ah. I don't know. We'll see. To be honest, I'm hoping, well, not for myself, but I'm hoping for everybody else that we get the... There's a slight issue with trading at the moment where I've heard stories of it taking like basically seven minutes to sell 700 goods. Yeah. Bit shit. Yeah, so that's um, a bit much. Yeah. That's a bit yeah, of a snafu. One click per turn, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. I mean, you can click and hold, but it's not, you know, with... Although, you know, what before you today, could... it sped up exponentially, didn't it? What you could do is you could bind your select key to the scroll wheel of the mouse and just scroll your mouse wheel. I would not want to do that for seven minutes either. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, I guess we're talking about the patch and stuff like that after the... Uh, after the, well, after the news, well, what's the news after this year, this week? I'd be, I'm being kicked off. Um, did, did you, uh, were you on this lunchtime stream, Colin? Well, yeah, I was and I wasn't. I, there's this oh, thing called work that. that I have to do, which meant that, you know, I, uh, I had, I had to drop out. I mean, did anybody, did anybody actually follow the stream? Yeah, I did, because they released another updated percentage of the galaxy we have discovered oh, as of today. Yes, uh, we have discovered a massive 0.364% of the galaxy. 0.0364. Yeah, 0. Point, yeah 0. 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.0. I thought you only said one. I thought you only said one. Which was up from 0. 035 the last time they announced it, I think. So we've basically gained 0.014%. I thought it was at point, I thought it was at uh, six, and Paige only gave us an extra decimal place because um, she was still counting 0 0.036. Ah, but she's got it a bit more precise than we had it. It could be that we added on another point four, point zero zero four though. No, zero 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 four. Yeah, and there's a let's see, there was um, community videos and and pics, apparently. There was one of those was slightly embarrassing. The Sagittarius, the Sagittarius guys, um, are doing bulletins based off of a podcast they did, and we the one that they went off and showed was the. Uh, interview that we did with Commander Tom Cook, who did Let's Jump Together. And of course, Muggins here was the person interviewing Tom Cook. Ah, well, nice I, didn't, I didn't realize it was going to be me. <laughs> right. Nice to get your voice on the stream then. It was kind of an eek moment, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yes, our Commander Souverin got a mention as well, as well as the, the whole Sagittarius eye, didn't they? Um, I did see, one thing I did see was uh, good old um, Commander Colo. Um, her gingerness herself, um, do some blind, blind launching. Um, she eventually managed to get the Sidewinder out of the station. I thought that was quite impressive. Although, now that they've got the automatic computer to do it, um, I don't know why they didn't do that. 
to be honest, I fail, wasn't it? it? It was. I would have suggested that they went off and get um, Sarah Avery into the stream as a joke to like put the glasses on, click launch, and just do it. <laughs> Um, there was also um, the, they did a demonstration game from ED Battle Cards. Now, um, the ED and Spider-Man games were at ECM as well. Um, they uh, who were running a couple of uh, sessions of ED Battle Cards, and the, the, I will say this, the tables were absolutely packed. And Oliver was running um, an ED RPG session, and again, the table was absolutely packed on that one as well. Um, Yes. So, was there, was there anything else that we haven't covered about about the live stream, Chan? I'm assuming that you saw it all. Well, they had a, a quiz with the community versus uh, a couple of the developers, which the community duly won. Um, some quite tough questions in there, really, for a, a a lunchtime quiz. Like, I mean, Colin, you've done a lot of the IDA stuff. Uh, how many types of thyroid are there? Oh, hang on a second. Does that include the different variants of scouts? Yeah, how many how many types of thyroid ships have we encountered so far? What are the names? Uh, let's see. Cy- the- Cyclops, Basilisk, Medusa, uh, Hydra, uh, and then we have the Berserker, uh, Inciter, Regenerator. Oh, um, and the standard Marauder. That's the ones that I know. I want Colin on my team. Yeah, there, there, there were eight apparently, and yes, you got the names all right. So, um, yeah. So my my title of chief archivist still stands by any chance? I'll take oh. the, the stunned silence as a yes. <laughs> I think you have some other questions to give you the quiz, but anyway, that's the sort of question they were asking anyway. Um, so they, it wasn't just like. Um, you know how how many planets around Sol or anything like that? Yeah, you know, it's yep. Server has apparently just gone down. So yeah, I got kicked off, and then in the in the kickoff process, my class... hey ho, that would have been an evil one actually. How many bodies are around Sol? Because they've got all the moons, and there's it's not just the eight planets, is so there's loads of stuff around Sol. Yeah, so yeah, that was quite a good one. I have a um... it was a very different style to the Ed Lewis. Um, waiting for the server to update stream. I thought it was. Yes, I'd, I'd say it's. Um, and actually, I'm not going to say what it was. It, it was perfectly fine. I thought it's just I had a little bit of work to do, so I couldn't. I could only dip in and out when I had it, when I had the chance. It was a lot more structured, wasn't it? It did seem to be, uh, you know, sort of, yeah, half an hour for this, half an hour for that, half an hour for this, uh, and we're done. Um, it was a lot shorter than I was expecting as well. Normally they go until until actually the, uh, the server is up and running, uh, only this time I think it was two hours. That's only for major releases though, isn't it? This was a, a point release. It, was, it wasn't like a beyond scale update or any of the ones we've had from Horizons, like two point four and like that, it wasn't. It wasn't a big update. It was. It still took 20. about the same time as it uh, as the big update takes when you when you when you looked at it. So it was still offline for eight hours. Anyway. I, I do wonder what takes the time. Eight hours. 
Probably a lot of validation. Do doing a lot of server migrations myself at the moment. And yeah, a lot of the time we've spent is making sure that everything is all right before we let everybody else in again. So I'm assuming, <laughs> big finger quotes here, I'm assuming that, that they're going through the same validation and sanity checks before letting us loosen it. So um, leaving the stream behind, um, what about the actual patch itself? There did seem to be one big bit of controversy which has got everybody else excited. Is this the um, drag munitions, perchance? Yes. When someone first mentioned this, um, I had a horrible image in my head of... of uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> these are experimental musician, uh, musicians munitions that uh, disrupt the engine exhaust flow on the target, temporarily preventing the ENG power distribution from increasing thrust. As of this update, they will also disable the victim's boost function while it's active. Um, right. So far, a lot of people have said, oh my god, this is a ganker's weapon. Uh, not because it's connected with the... Uh, it can be, let's see, it can be attached to two weapons. Uh, first of all is the Seeker missiles, and the second one is the, uh, which cannon is it? It's, it's one of the cannons. Cannon. It's the frag, the frag cannon. cannon. Right. What the um, issue is with frag cannons, I mean, Seeker missiles are pretty much fire and forget, but they can kind of be avoided unless they're pack hounds, and it's a lot more difficult. But the, um, the effect, the drag effect, is applied even if a single pellet of a frag cannon hits a ship, even if the shields are up. Oh, so, it's even if the shields are up. Correct, yes. So, oh, that is... could, so in theory, what you could do, you could get a really big, fast ship like a cutter, mm -hmm. and you could then, because the usual, the usual way of escaping an interdiction is to submit and boost away, isn't it? Yes. Or to boost in a different direction, but with the um, with the frag cannon and with that, you can have a ship that mass locks everything like a cutter, keep up with it, and in theory, just keep the ship your your enemy or your one you're after stuck forever and can't ever boost away to jump out. Hmm. Now, a lot of people have complained, complained about this being sort of a ganker's weapon. I mean. Do you think that it could also be seen as a counter to the perma-boost issue that I've seen on a lot of fertilances at the moment? Possibly, but I think if it is a counter, it's too strong a counter because there isn't an obvious counter to it, if you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. There is no straightforward counter to it. And if someone launches pack counts at you, then yeah. maybe an ECM would knock the pack hounds out enough perhaps for you to get away for a, a few seconds but there isn't an obvious counter to it um so if it was an attempt to counter perma boost i think a better fix would be to adjust the power distributor to prevent perma boost not create something like this mm, yeah so but the, the upshot of all this is that uh, there was an awful lot of um discussion 
about this or on the forums of the sodium kind uh, uh, to which the uh, will had acknowledged okay uh, we're taking all these comments on board and we'll feed it back to the team so uh, we'll just have to wait and see uh, what uh, what comes of it to be honest yes yeah, poor archer in chat said um he's seen it from someone who posted on discord um the boost disruption uh, lasts five seconds Right. Second, with an eight-second cooldown, uh, and the regular drag effect is as was. So, maybe not quite as bad as people anticipated, but an eight-second cooldown, basically only ha having three seconds to get away in between drag effects. So, trying to be tremendously balanced still. So, hang on, can you? Can you just explain what you mean by the cooldown? Is this an eight-second cooldown before you can hit someone else again with it? It means or... if you are hit by a drag munition, mm -hmm. it stops you boosting for five seconds. Gotcha. But you cannot then have the drag effect applied yeah. for a further, well, for eight seconds. So, it, so your boost is disabled for five seconds. Gotcha. You have three seconds grace to get out of there. And then someone can then hit you again and knock you out for another five seconds. Oh, right. So it's not cumulative. So you, it's not five seconds, then another eight seconds before you can get hit again. No. Right. So you. So it's basically three seconds. You've got to hit your boost. And I mean, to tell you the truth, that doesn't sound too bad to me. I mean, if you've got strong enough shields, normally you can get away with a high wake. But. Um... I guess it's not one of these things that it's one of these things that you have to be practiced at and oh, it will make escaping uh, a a gank attack quite a bit more of a challenge because you know that they're going to as soon as they know about this that's the that's the the weapon of choice that's going to be there yeah sure i mean what you can also do of course is you can um have grom missiles Mm -hmm. as well as drag missions, and then you've got people's FSDs rebooting and all sorts of fun. Oh, yeah, of course, I forgot about that. There are so many different combinations that you can put together now. It, it is quite frightening, and I, I do lose track. Well, it's kind, of, it's kind of ruining PvP balance, in a way, um, because, it, it, because it, seems, it seems to have evolved rather than been designed. So... As they've gone along, they've kind of put, oh, this does sound fun, we'll do this. And there isn't, doesn't seem to be a scheme to try and balance things. It's purely reactionary. I mean, this is me looking at it from the outside, but I can see how they've done the updates. It seems to be reactionary rather than planned. Yeah. <sighs> so, well, I mean, apart from that, they have claimed that there are 800 bug fixes in this release, including, I think, uh, a lot of the major ones which were highlighted by the Anti-Xeno Initiative. So um, if you are in um, a wing, um, you no longer have uh, the uh, Thargoids, the Thargons, uh, smashing you to bits um, the more people that you're in the wing. So um, the, one of the main bugs that was there was that um, if there was four of you in a wing, the Thargons would do four times as much damage against the one ship. 
which would basically wipe you out. Uh, and the same for that uh, problem with any heat weapons being overheating four times as quickly. And on top of that, um, the um, corrosive damage being four times as fast. Hopefully, with all those things sorted, it will probably make flying in wings against Thargoids a, little, a lot more pleasant. Well, as, as close as you can get to pleasant anyway. And I mean, these are good fixes. Um... I'm trying to think of what they were because the I haven't really had a lot of time to play it. I had about 25 minutes before I came on the show uh, to have a play around with it. Um, so I played around with the uh, Super Cruise Assist and the Advanced Docking Computer. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a look at the interface, and so I didn't have a huge amount of time to dip, to delve into uh, all the detail with it. Um, I, I also haven't got a spare account. To restart again to see what the starter area is like. Although I believe you're going to do that on you, Ben, on one of your accounts. I am literally doing that on the live radio account right now. I've literally just deleted. Um, um, doesn't that disband the squadron? No, because I transferred squadron ownership over ages ago. Well, over this morning. So who's your new lord and master then? Squadron. I, I, I'm my lord and master rather than live radio being the lord and master at the moment. I see nepotism. So, yeah, well, I I might be a minor dictator. I don't know. No. Te technically, Oliver is our CEO, and I I'm just well. Lave Radio is just a a some kind of overlord that sits in the background doing Sweet Fanny Adams. But All right. Okay. So so you're so talk us through then the new the new commander experience, and okay. obviously people listening to the podcast won't see it. But... Yeah. Right, well, I've gone off and I did hit start. Uh, it remembered that I was called Lay Radio and I'm going to still be called Lay Radio. I quickly clicked through that to to make sure I've still got the name because I think that would be kind of weird. Um, and I know what our audience is like and Alien would probably go off and claim the name if she could. Or whoever would because whoever's got... You know, whoever does have a tendency to do what they can to break the lay radio network um, squadron, doesn't he? Um, so anyway, you, you go through, you select your name, and I think it's a bit weird. They say body type, but the only options there they've got are male or female. So I chose male as my body type. Um, and I'm now looking at a Horizon Sidewinder or a new commander. So I'm going to pick the... I think I'm going to pick the Horizons Sidewinder, which is gives me a location of a Dromi, which I'm assuming is in this new area, or a Cellus Primus, which was obviously over in the old starting place. And the new new commander is in Dromi, or LHS-3447. So I'm going to go... Dromi's yeah. the new one, isn't it, I think? Dromi's the new one. So it looks like I've got an option of a thousand credits and Dromi and a planetary ops sidewinder. So I'm going to pick that. Uh, oh, that's not okay. So I'm now looking at the planetary ops thing, and I've got a picture of my sidewinder, and I've got step three of six here. Uh, it tells you some stats about your sidewinder, so I can see this. The ship's current speed is two seventeen meters per second. Boost speed, FSD. They don't actually explain. You know, if I was a new commander. I wouldn't know what the hell an FSD was. But, you know, they assume that we know that FSD has a frame shift drive. Um, and we've got a laden and an unladen swallow. 
and then shields, armor, hull, and that I can carry a whopping two tons of cargo. And, and the more useful is I've got a, a Sidewinder kitted out for surface operations with a two-ton cargo hold, a vehicle bay equipped with an SRV. Don't know what the hell an SRV is, because obviously I'm a new commander. And a planetary approach suite. So I'm going to say yes. Oh, and I get to give... Okay, so now next, still see my Sidewinder, and I get to give my ship a name. So I'll call it the Orange Sidewinder. And... Give it a ship name. Okay, I'm going to go to Dromi, which is in a permit-controlled area administ administered by the pilots with an apostrophe federation. This, the federation belonging to the pilots now. This option is recommended for new commanders. Um, or we could go to a Cellus Primus. This system is only recommended as a starting location for seasoned commanders. So, I'm I'm looking at the screens and these are all changed, haven't yeah. they? Quite this is all changed. So, yeah, I'm going to go to this place administered by the Pilots Federation. Um, so, Commander Lave Radio, current ships, and um, yeah, Sidewinder LRNRS, and apparently my ship was issued in Shinata Desra. So that's that's nice. You get a nice little pilot's license. I'm gonna I'm gonna print that. I'm gonna print that. So I like that. Honestly, it's like one of those pilot. It's like one of those pretend driving licenses yeah. you get when you when you take your kids on the uh, little electric cars on the fairground or something, isn't it? Okay, I I'm not going to do the training simulations just now. I'll hit start and let's see where we go. I don't think the training stuff has been updated of, uh, in this. One thing that was interesting was I think a, um right whoever are you are you in game at the moment. Or is anyone call is anybody in game at the moment on stream? I guess none of you guys are. Uh, no, I'm watching you. Okay. Uh, okay. So looks like I've got the advanced docking computer already because I can. I'm in someone called Morrison Dock, and I've got an auto launch thing. Um, okay, there's the training stuff that they mentioned in the stream last Thursday, and I can yeah I can go off and do the training simulations, the challenge scenarios. Or the videos that Adam... I guess these are the same videos that Adam just, Adam did at the beginning, isn't it? Um, but I'm not going to jump into that. Okay, Commander Remtok has gone off and sent me a friend request. Thank you, Remtok. Uh, one pending. Right. Am I in open? I think I am. Right. Ret Retmok, if you go into open, can you tell me if you're here? Or Starion. Either of you, I don't care. Right. I've got some emails saying begin your journey, and another one saying I've got a pilots fed so a pilots federation district permit. Hello, Commander Lave Radio. The pilots federation has issued you with the pilots federation district permit. This permit grants access to the pilots federation space, consisting of training systems to ensure you will be among the commanders. No, to ensure you will be among commanders of a similar experience level. While you are picking up the basics, you will be granted a significant discount on any insurance rebuy payments needed in the event of a ship loss. This will last until you attain a rank increase in any Pilots Federation rank. In time, your training opportunities here will be completed, and you will feel confident enough to explore the galaxy. The Pilots Federation District... No. The Pilots Federation District Permit will then be removed, along with access to these systems, once you have docked at a starport outside of this zone. Good luck and fly safe, Commander. Okay. So basically, I can play here until I get good. 
Well, yeah, there is a little bit of controversy about this is because you're not automatically chucked out when you've reached something above the harmless levels. Yeah. You can, you can stay in this mini bubble, if you like, until potentially you're elite. But as soon as you Sometimes go... Don't leave. Yeah, as, long, as soon as you leave it, that's it, you can't get back in. Or you're killed, because if you commit a crime, you're then sent to prison, which would exclude you from coming back in. I, well, that's interesting. Do they have uh, one of those ships outside the zone? I've, or do they have one of those ships, rather, inside the zone? Because if oh, they do... Okay. Can... Oh, shall I go and be a naughty boy, Colin, and commit a crime? <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you want... Okay, well, for, for science. For science. Okay, okay let, let me launch. Oh, I need to do my pre-flight checklist. Well, I think that was the that was one of the doubts people had, wasn't it, Colin, that about you have um, experienced or very good players mm-hmm. either resetting their own account or getting a second account and hiding behind a sock puppet name. Yes. And just kind of being a terror just in those systems, and then once they reach above mostly something, where then we set the save and keep carrying on. Yeah, so, okay, I'm, I'm launching as Commander Lave Radio for, my, for the very first time. Oh, I've got to, I'm doing auto-launch, aren't I? Yes, don't boost out, Ben. There we go, auto-launching process. Um, so I think we had this already. There's a beginning your journey message and quest. Um, I'm being told I need to go to the Matet star system. I think there was something similar to that in the game already, so I don't think this is new. Are you an auto? Oh, you I'm in. I'm in auto takeoff. That's a very pretty place. It takes me out on this thing, and I'm like over a planet with rings. What I found very was pretty. that with the auto launches, my throttle had to be at exactly neutral. Yes. Otherwise, when I lifted up it would either drift forward or back, and you'd then have to zero your throttle for the thing to take over. It didn't take over as soon as you launched. Yeah, so, no, I had to reset. So, okay, I'm being a naughty boy, Colin, and I'm shooting, shooting these guys. Okay. Send me to prison. You need to get a bounty rather than just a fine. Well, there's not a lot I can do there. I'm in a sidewinder with two pulse lasers. Okay, my ship's been destroyed. And well, no, wanted. I did. I got sent to a detention f- facility in Wolf Sagan. So and if I climb against. Yeah? Is that, is that within the Pilots Federation's administration area then? I don't know. We'll find out. So I'm accepting. I'm accepting. I've been a naughty boy and I'm paying, paying my crime, paying my fine or something. Mm-hmm. So um, I will accept all this. I'm going to the detention center. In Wolf Sagan, purchase. Yep. And purchase. <laughs> I should rage quit, shouldn't I? Okay, so let's uh, let's have a look at the map and see where I am. No, I'm in Wolf Sagan, and I'm still inside the inside the bubble, inside the permit Pilots Federation area. So, um, so there you have it. You can be a naughty person and still stay within the the newbie yeah. zone if you like. Um, that's the. Pers- Quite a big hole, potentially, then. Well, I mean, if there's a... Let's say, sake of argument, I was up in Plutarch. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I'd I was... get to sent here 
or sent to somewhere else because this place is 20 light years away. Is there any other systems closer? That well, you can always reset your save quickly, Ben, which might be quicker. To do what? Just reset your save again and just plug it in. Because it's going to save you time than, than trying to get back, isn't it? Well, get back to do what I'm confused what you want me to do. I, I think he's saying um, reset your delayed radio um, account so that basically you can start from scratch again. You don't have that black mark against you. I don't care about that. All right, fair enough then. It starts as a mean to go on. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, this seems to be the thing. And but going back on script, I've got a mission for called Beginning Your Journey, which yeah. tells me to go to this place. So I'm going to go there. Cool. Um, and but I think I think this was already in the game. This go here and do this initial initial quest. Right. Um. Okay, well, I'll ask you. Sorry, go Colin. Um, so, can I see? No, I can't see my mouse. Okay, so I'm in the navigation panel now, right? And right. it says next jump, uh, waypoint dreamy, and then jumps to to get to my destination of Matet. So yep. that's gone to the top of the screen rather than down the side. Although I do think it's quite that's two jumps. Is, I wouldn't want to have to read that if I were in VR. I think that could be a bit awkward. The text is quite small, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've got a loan statement. I got a loan <laughs> to cover my ship. Yay. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you hit the... I'm now just jumping off to this place. Um, I wonder if when I get to Matet, if I'll be told how to fly there. So, because I was naughty boy and got sent off to the detention facility... I'm going to have to do two jumps to get to this place. Oh, there's another human here. Who's Kill him, shoot him. Commander shoot Oki. Shoot no, they're in, super, they're in Super Cruise. I can't shoot them. <laughs> and I don't have an interdictor. I can't interdict them either. Right, there's Matet, so let's fly there. Well, follow them. I'm waiting they drop out. And... I'm going off to Matet. To, I'm, I'm sticking to the suggested route through this to see what they say. I must if you want admit, to get shenanigans down here, Shan, you get shenanigans down here. You were saying, Colin? I'm, I must admit, I'm leaving the station at the moment for, with a brand new cleared commander. And mm-hmm. I, the, the, the look of the ringed uh, planet as you come out is fantastic. It really... Okay, so I've just got another message uh, for beginning your journey. Mm-hmm. It looks like you've reached Matet. Now you just select... Col- Below station in your navigation list, and travel there to establish out, establish contact with a representative. All the best, Commander. So I guess I go to the navigation list. Not that I know how to get there. And yeah, Retmox for... interesting question. When you, next time you dock, have a look mm. at the outfitting to see what there is. Okay, we'll do. Okay, that's nice. So my destination system is now blue yeah. in the navigation menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to do super cruise assist because I know to do that. I'm being told to align with my target destination. So, have you actually arrived in Matet yet? I'm in Matet and I am now flying to Colo Station. Should right. that be. Hello, it's Colo Co- Co- Station. <laughs> Sorry. 
Okay, I'm being told repeatedly to put my throttle into the blue zone, but just for Shan, I'm going to keep it at full power and de-throttle it for, what, five seconds or something like that, Shan? Yeah, it's so, seven, isn't it? It is seven, but I'm being naughty. Yeah, do it wrong. Do it wrong. And thinking, yeah. oh crap, I should have put this on and see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to try that. So, we will see what this does. I'm, I'm being told to slow down. I'm blatantly ignoring it. 11, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, slow down, and blue. Okay, Super Cruise Assist active. I'm being steered into it. This three seconds is lasting a hell of a long time. Um, whoa! <laughs> I just zoomed right past it rather quickly, and I'm being told to align with my destination again. So, no, I don't get pulled off if I'm going too fast, which is a good thing. Well, I just had a commander pull in behind me as if they were going to interdict me then. Mm. It could have just been a coincidence. Could have been. Oh, hello? Why has that been deactivated? Oh, okay, I see. So I've got different things selected. Uh, there's a Commander Raza here, I think. Okay. Oh, the, oh no, there's two two other small ships here as well. Hmm. Commander Moonseek and who else? Commander Dave 3305. Okay. Well, I do see a commander with their guns out, so I don't know if they're doing anything. I'm flying on Super Cruise Assist to get to this place, and I'm ignoring this triangle that's coming up behind me now. Move throttle to the blue zone, okay. Um, and um, yeah, I'm now dropping in on Colo Station. So that does that. And of course, we've got the docking computer installed. Mm -hmm. So I can even dock without having to do anything. So request docking and throttle down. Although I didn't get a message telling me to do any of that. You know, if I didn't know how to dock. It might have taken some time to go off and figure out how to dock. Um, I do have the Blue Danube playing again, though, so that makes me happy. Um, and that was, what, that was one of the questions in the quiz today, wasn't it, about what is yeah. the, what's the, the song? And then I think there's a bonus point for saying it by Johann Strauss. Mm. Um, at the moment, I've got five player sidewinders all mucking about at the same time behind me. <laughs> in, in Super <laughs> Cruise or in normal space? In, in Super Cruise, not that I'm worried. Yeah. And I have to admit, I don't really care if this dies, because I've not really done a heck of a lot. Nope. I'm not just an interesting, right that. just a question, Ben, about yeah. the, the Adrenal's docking and Super Cruise Assist. You're a new player, you get used to using those. Yes. What is there that you, that you can think would stop you using them forever? You know, you're, because you can think, oh, these are really easy, I won't bother, you know, I just I'll use them, and you get so used to them, and you just think, well, I'll just keep them. I, I think for me, it would be a case of... I'm, I know I'm not <laughs> as optimised a player as you are, Shan, but I suspect if I were doing, let's say, a Type <laughs> 6 or something like that, and I really did want to eke out every tonne of cargo space, I might consider getting rid of these... Um, I have to admit, actually, though, in my crate out in distant worlds, I wish I had Super Cruise Assist. I really, really wish I had Super Cruise Assist. Um, not not for the automatic braking that we've got. 
the hyperspace dethrottle. But for the that planetary orbiting stuff that we've got, I think that would that will allow for some absolutely fabulous, fabulous third person perspective photographs and videos. And I can't do any of that now until I get back to a station. And no, I'm not going to suicide back to the station to get it. Well, I'm coming into this station absolutely fed. The docking computer on this is very, very uh, It's playing the, the, the Blue Danube as we approach, which is... Uh, takes me back. <laughs> so you admit to using the, the docking computer in Elite 84, do you call it? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, server error when I try and restock all. I've got an exclamation mark next to my mission board. This is normal. Um, and there's my complete your journey, beginning complete mission, and I get 10,000 credits. And well done, Commander. You've gone and done something with the Pilots Federation admin. Um, what cool. else is telling me? Um, okay, so I've now got two... Okay, I've been told my debt's been cleared. Yay! <laughs> oh, I wish this was real life. Commander, your payments have been for the loan have been completed. You are now clear of debt. <laughs> oh, I want Visa to send me that letter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got another thing, though, for beginning my journey, apparently. Have I? Um, congratulations, the total of 10,000 credits have been added to your thing. On behalf of the pilots, with an apostrophe, Federation, we would like to commend you on achieving your commander license. Remember that the pilot's handbook tutorials of varying difficulties and additional challenges can all be accessed through the home tab on your right-hand side of your cockpit. Good luck, good luck out there, Commander Lave Radio. Well, isn't that just pretty? Okay, so now I guess I'd be thinking, what the hell do I do now? So that's it. I mean, I think that's it. Right. So basically, it was pick everything up from here. Come here, use the use the uh, the new tools and uh, dock at the agricultural station. I think so. Yes. Uh, have to check the outfitting and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have a look at the outfitting. I'm just seeing if there's any obvious follow-ons from this person, and no, there isn't. Right, okay, I'm checking so the. Yeah, yeah so I'm I've... checking the outfitting now. It, it's strange being back in a sidewinder again. It is. I do like the sidey, though. Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, I really like the Cobra, I have to admit, which is part of the reason why my alt commander actually is in. She's got her Cobra, because I just like being in the Cobra. Okay, I'm in this outfitting, Shan. What are you wanting to look for? Uh, just see what the ships and the modules are. Okay, so hard points. Um, browse shops. So beam lasers. Um... I can get a gimbal beam laser. Oh, what size? Just one. Well, I'm only in a sidewinder, so I can only see ones. Um, a fixed burst laser. I can get a mining mining laser, turreted. And I can get either a fixed or a gimbaled pulse laser. Uh, but I've already got a gimbaled pulse laser already, so I'm not. I can't buy another one of them. So no multi-cannons in this location. Um, but I'm in an agricultural station, Shan, not a high-tech one. Yeah, we should have checked when we were we were there. Yeah. So I've got heat sinks and shield boosters here. Um, can't actually see how I use the 
get to the back part of my back buttons. Oh, there, there I was. Are oh, there? There. <laughs> Core internals. Okay, only a top to two D power plants. I'm not going to go through all these. That's a bit boring, really, isn't it? Is there anything in particular you want me to look for? Uh, what ships have you got? Sorry. Well, in the shipyard, there's only five. You've got the Eagle, the Hauler, the Adder, and the Viper Mark III. Okay, the Viper III can be quite an effective ganking ship against Sidewinders and things. Yeah. But then again, so can the Adder. The Adder can be an evil little ship. You know, it's an Adder life, isn't it? Mm. Um, I've got advanced maintenance. That's all boring. It's funny that actually I made more than 10,000 credits there and none mm -hmm. of my ranks moved at all. Not even 0% or, or anything. Could of the it be because this was a fixed thing rather than a not a real mission? True. Uh, I have to admit, I don't know about you, Colin, but with the new improved commander thing, I was really, 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 really hoping that we'd have gotten something a bit like the trading scenarios, but extended into this part of the game. Um, oh, you mean at this point? Oh, right, I see. Some, some fully voice-acted, welcome to the Pilots' Federation, and we're really going to step you through this whole damn thing. Hmm. Um, they, they isn't that mentioned... what the training missions, though? The training missions do that, don't they? Kind of. And then oh, you think the, really. the route is going to be training missions and then do this and then. Uh... Yeah, I mean, they do have the, the. I do like the new interface that they've got for the training simulations. That's, that's really it's nice. It's nice that it's in cockpit. So hmm. we've got basic flight, that's the same one we had. Uh, docking and travel, that's the same, isn't it? Uh, then basic combat, advanced combat, mining. Mining might be new. Um, and then SRV and SLF things, which I don't think I've ever done that. Mm. And one thing that, uh, that is quite interesting is they've got um, also the challenge scenarios. Um, apparently a lot of those <laughs> have been... They have been downgraded. Are you joking me? Yeah, apparently so. A lot of them have been downgraded, and if you'll notice, the incursion one has now got four different ranks. It's got incursion, see, yeah. mostly harmless, competent, dangerous, and elite. So I think I've probably managed up to dangerous, but there's no way I'll manage elite. I don't... I was going to say, should we try it, Colin? <laughs> yeah. But I don't... Oh, it, Shan, you're going to have to carry the co the conversation by yourself. <laughs> What, you mean you can't there... talk and fight at the same time? No. Uh, is there anything else we're wanting to actually actively talk about, um, Colin? Well, um, obviously, yes, there is, actually. I mean, there's a couple of community uh, items that have come up over, over the last week or so. I mean, one of the best ones was that there someone has gone and created the hour-long documentary on YouTube called The Story of Elite, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Um, it's uh, It covers everything from the uh, between Braben and Bell, the creation of the original game, which I'm, I'm quite sure everybody has uh, uh, as seen before, or if you haven't, then it uh, it'll give you an introduction to the how revolutionary uh, the original Elite was back in '84, um, and then it goes on to explain the 
the difficulties and obviously why um, Ian Bell and David Brabham don't work together anymore. And to tell you the truth, I think they've done a very even-handed job, not coming down on either side, to be honest, and uh, eventually moving on to, to show Elite Day. Uh, the, everything moved from Frontier, First Encounters, and then finally on to Elite Dangerous itself. Um, I thought it was a well-done um, documentary for, for an amateur, and uh, basically we've got a link to it in the, uh, in the show notes. Uh, I mean, obviously, the elite community meet has happened. Um, I've, I'm, personally, I was wanting to actually have a chat with some of the guys from the uh, HCS voice packs because they've now gone and released a new one, which is um, Michael Dorn. It's called Legion. So if, if you like your your Star Trek crew telling you that your shields are down, uh, and that you're all going to die in a horrible way, then you know that's that's what you that's what you want to be told. And it does mean that you can have. I did like how they were calling him Woof. They were calling him what? They were calling him Woof. In the video that took, uh, I saw uh, Fiery Toad was doing, I think. Right. And it's like, right. You know, Commander Woof Woof. No, don't call me that. Uh, and that that made is, me. Though, is the um. Is the is the Michael Dorn voice pipe? Um, does it destroy the accuracy of your fixed weapons? This Wolf <laughs> was not the best shot, was he? <laughs> um, and he was he he was always as good a shot as the plot determined him to be. Well, that's true, isn't it? Yes, is this the good old-fashioned thing of how fast does the this the spaceship go, JMS? He said, "Well, yeah. it goes at the speed of plot." Speed of plot. Which is something that you can't do in this game. You've got no plot speed. Cheeky bugger, fired a dumbfire missile at me. All I've got is a, lo- a whole load of local sidewinders. It doesn't come up with commander names. Okay. Uh, one thing that I've noticed that I, I don't like, actually, is if you've got a few friends in your friends list, um, you go off and, and you v- view the social tab. It shows you I've got you know so many people on, and then there's a number which is the number of people who are currently online. Um, but you go off and you look at your friends list, and it just shows you. Stop firing missiles at me. Um, it shows you maybe sort of fifteen people who are currently offline. And it doesn't just show you the online friends. Damn it, my shield, I'm dropping shields now. This guy's dropping dumbfires at me left, right, and centre. Lovely. Commander, are you Lave Radio on one word? Uh, Lave Space Radio, I think it is. Oh, right. Yep, currently active. Add his friend. There we go. Ah. So, uh, I mean, to tell you the truth, having run through that first initial mission, do you think Met. it's do you th- yeah do you think it's an improvement over what was there before? Honestly, I'm not convinced. Um, oops, I'm about to lose my sh- my glass. Um, I'm honestly not fully convinced. I think that the oh my god, oh I'm so close to sucking vacuum right now. 
Um, <laughs> one thing that I do not like about it, as I mentioned the other week, I think, if I wanted to go and help my new friend out, I can't do that anymore. Unless they go into the advanced area, which, just by reading the description, might rightly scare them a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I like that. I, I, I don't necessarily want people to sort of fly into the starter area and drop 10 tons of void opals and go, yeah, he is, he go mm-hmm. help himself. You know, I, I think there needs to be a certain level of understanding because otherwise the the mistakes you make early on, if you, when you get lots of credits and mm-hmm. whatever, if you haven't learned the yeah. basics, what were inexpensive, inconsequential mistakes suddenly become big, consequential mistakes. True. So it's better you learn and get blown up a few times when you are, you know, when it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But but when it does, you don't really want to have a twenty million credit rebuy just because you couldn't dock or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I mean, after the after you complete the first tutorial mission, that is, oh, I must admit, I am not getting used to this. I don't like this auto launch. <laughs> I feel out of control. <laughs> it does feel a bit weird, doesn't it? Um, I do. Li- I do like the super cruise assist, though. I'm. Yeah, I could see. There are hundreds. Of, I've. I've. I've got an absolute full instance here, full mm. of sidewinders. <laughs> the thing about the you... auto launch, okay. um is if you ever have a big ship like a Type yeah. Nine or a Beluga or something like that, the ma- vast majority of my finds I've ever had is because I've been flying out of the slot and something has just bashed into me and given me a fine, even though there was nothing I could do about it. Yeah, so you've been flying too fast, have you, Sean? No. You you must have been, otherwise you wouldn't have gotten a fine. uh, You've been speeding. No, I've not been speeding. I'm stuck in a queue to leave the station and Um, I'm running out of time. That's something (laughs) I want. Yeah, that was something I was wondering about, actually. Uh, but I was meaning Shan's been speeding if he's been getting into trouble while he... No, I haven't. It depends on... Because if you call... If you if you take the shields mm-hmm. down on someone... Um, anyway, it, it, yeah. I've, got, I've had fine because of it. I was thinking, though, of a good fun game you could play, Colin. Mm-hmm. That you could try and block ships from coming out of the space station. Because if I remember rightly, you've got ten minutes to dock and only five minutes to get out. Yep. Oh no! I'm look. I'm not going to be that horrible. No, we're not shenanigans, Shan. <laughs> no, although I am now sucking vacuum. I don't. You're, think not, you're even, stuck in vacuum. I'm, I'm sucking vacuum, so I don't even think I'm going to get to through da- through all of dangerous at the moment, Colin. Uh, the um, yeah. Oh, the the training missions. Yeah, I'm doing that ch- challenge scenario thing. Oh, right, okay. I'm doing that dangerous one. And I must admit, I do like the fact that it's accessible from here. Yeah. I would love it to be the same for um, CQC. I must Oh, God, yes. I was really. I have to admit, that was another thing I was hoping actually was. When I saw these have been put into the side, I was really hoping we'd see CQC in here as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, they give you a vulture. Yeah, I'm in a vulture. Um,. Oh my god, um, large incoming ship, signal 5 now, there he is. Okay, 
Uh, I've got a drop ship firing missiles at me. Thank you very much, buddy. That's going to smart. Me. But you've got a pulse cannon and a... That's... Yeah, harsh. Uh, reverse key. You usually the way people do this. Hey, I'm at 30% hull. I'll see what happens. Oh, what was I... key wrong? Well, I went into the dangerous one to start with. Mm-hmm. So that's the same one I'm in, Colin. I'm on wave 5 and I don't think I'm going to get through this one. I've only got 30% hull and no shields. You ramming twat! <laughs> Swine. Yeah, that's normally the problem with this, isn't it? Hmm. Well, the ramming bastards. Yep. Oh, the git's got shields, shields back as well. Not for long, though. There we go. Take that, you swine. Objective complete. I did make it for Colin. Nineteen. So you... I made it through 19 percentile and two minutes of oxygen. I'll oh, nice take one. it. I'll take it. <laughs> I am a noob. So basically that takes you five five waves, is it? Uh, yeah, that was five waves. Oh, good grief, he's got beam lasers. Yeah, they had beam lasers, I didn't. Uh, so were you playing on your PlayStation or are you on your PC or what you're playing on, Colin? I'm, I'm playing on my Steam account. So Okay, so PC. So you sh- yeah. I should maybe be able to see you then. Should be able to. Uh, I mean, I've already in... made a friend's request, so... Yeah. Okay, I'm in Kaleo Station. Um, Kaleo Station, whatever it is. Um... I'm trying to deal with an ASP scout, but... Oh, yeah, I had that one. There's Starion. Which, what, which commander are you playing as? Um, it'd be C. Hutchison. Okay. So if anybody wants to send C. Hutchison and a friend, a newbie's friend request, you could... Oh, Blumenek. Hmm. Actually, I sh- while I'm remembering, I should go and rejoin the Lave Radio Network squadron. squadron uh, yes, listeners, if you want to track Colin down and blow him up, <laughs> no matter where he goes, add C. Hutchison <laughs> to your friends list. No, not LRN. Okay, I guess I just look for Lave Radio then. Live Radio Network, there we go. And send my application. However, can you let me into the squadron already, mate? You're around. Oh, I'm, I'm in a bad way here. Uh, that makes me feel slightly better. Also. You're not broadcasting your bad way, Colin. <laughs> um, you Don't can just do... say, oh yeah, I got through it all easier on events. I made it to wave three, but that's about it. I don't think I'm going to get to wave four. This is Diamondback now. Shan, am I wrong that I kind of hope Colin dies? <sighs> I don't really, really want you to die, but... No, I, you think, know. I think every listener is hoping Colin dies. <laughs> yeah, oh, in the game. You. In yeah. the game. Oh, obviously in game. Not. I, I, I'm hoping that the yeah, Hutchison they... fails at wave three or four or something. Yeah, well, considering both my weapons have now malfunctioned, I don't think I'm long for this world. Retro. But are you sucking vacuum? Because I was sucking vacuum. Not yet. Although, I must admit, the canopy is not doing well. Oh, oh I'm yeah. I'm at 42 yeah, poor... that's, that, that's quite apt. This is fine. Yeah, command, poor Commander, whoever's um, graphics card actually <sighs> caught fire the other day. Oh. Yeah, so that's a bit of a toasty. 
Right, are there any other... So let's go back to the show notes while Colin's getting hurt. Um, we've talked about the drag missions, haven't we, Shan? Um, we've talked about that. We've talked about the... the we've talked. You and Colin were talking about the, the community call on a story of Bully weren't you, Shan? Uh, Colin was, yeah. Okay, yeah. Colin was. I mean, has yeah, anybody I'll, else seen that? I, I've seen that, and I thought it was a good little amateur documentary. Mm. Um, and I agree with what you were saying, Colin, that it was it was nicely balanced between what's going off between David and Ian. Um, it gi- it gives a lot of explanation to what's happening, especially bear in mind the Spider Mine games thing yes. that's been happening lately. And um, I'm on to wave four, so you know I, I don't feel too bad now. Right. Up against Commander Nerd in a vul- in a vulture, I don't. Ex- <laughs> yep, here goes the canopy. Die, Colin, die. Die. <laughs> 13%. Come on, Commander Nerd, you can do it. Yeah, he's going to do it without a problem, I don't think. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was a really, really good in, um, amateur documentary. Um, I think we've said amateur enough. <laughs> I said amateur documentary, not amateur anything else. And boom. Uh, have, you, have you actually gone boom, Colin? Yes. Oh, dear. Commander Starion is inviting me into their ship. That sounded so sympathetic then, Ben. Oh dear. Oh dear. What a shame. <laughs> okay, apparently oh, Commander Starion's taking me bounty hunting. If I break the law, I'll be forced to leave the ship. We're in Ridley Scott here. Actually, I do not like where the Federal Corvette places you in the, the ships here. I must admit, I'm having a little bit of trouble. Oh, um, can you ask, sorry, Starion, um, could you see how hot your Corvette gets when you try and fuel speed, when you just jump somewhere? Because I, I have a suspicion there's a heat bug in the Corvette, but the only Corvette I've got are the ones I've been flying, so it'd be useful to see how, how your temperature rises when you're trying to scoop. Obviously, fighter. Um, I think that's as far as official stuff goes, isn't it, Colin? I, th- I think so. Um, um, we've we've tried out the two new modules and and that kind of things. So yeah, now, one thing we haven't I... talked about interstellar things yet. Or are we going to wait for them to come out? I think it'd probably be better to wait until they come out because what, what can be said? Well, they're going to be um, developer-led events. Until we get more details, we know that um, the ones that the the one that's going to that they're going to come out soon is going to be focused on the Guardians, which could be connected to the fact that the Thargoids have made a massive kind of inroad into, yeah, in, into the bubble itself lately. So I have this to admit, actually, be, uh, sorry, Colin. This might be some kind of way of pushing back against that, um, that kind of uh, infestation. I think we can call it an infestation. Yeah. Actually, I thought that was really funny during Hustle Orbital Radio on Saturday at, at ECM. Poor Grant reading that massive, massive list of uh, stations that are burning by um, by Commander Atrus 5060. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of felt, I did feel for poor Grant there. Yeah, not for much, though. Not, not much, <laughs> but a little bit. I, mean, I felt more for Grant reading that list out than for you failing at wave four in in the uh, training scenario. Yeah. Nothing? No? Nothing? 
Right. Uh, I've <laughs> completely forgotten where I'm going now. I don't know. Um, Starion's just pulled me into their corvette. So, are you going to try the fuel scooping, Starion? Looks like yeah. It looks like we are. We're we're in Zeons, and it looks like we're flying towards the star, Shan. So hang on, that's the point. If you've gone into multi-crew into another system, does that surely, when you leave multi-crew, you'll jump back into your corvette, uh, into your sidewinder, and you you could, you could, basically be up that rank already, couldn't you? Well, that would be interesting, actually, if we can get my rank. If you can up your rank purely through multi-crewing, that could be quite interesting. Yes. Hmm. Well, it now seems to me that all, my, yeah. it seems to me that my basic um, trade rank has gone up to twenty-two percent penniless. Oh, congratulations! Is that from doing your your initial mission, Colin? I see. That's the thing. I don't know because I took um, four tons um, oh. of stuff over, including the stuff uh, just making the mission, and it did seem to do. Um, I wonder if that, that caused that it. Was one of, that was one of the things that I did like um, about the new system. It looks like if you've got a mission somewhere, you can go and set your filter in the trade to sure, say, show me the profit at places where I've got emissions going to, don't, can't you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, did, that's a nice little thing. Did you notice the scooping temperature? How haven't we got there yet? Uh, we're, we're flying there. Yeah, Starion is wanting a keybind for Super Cruise Assist. Um, I agree with him there, though. So I think the only way I've found to enable Super Cruise Assist is by using the navigation menu, which oh. is weird, because you can't use it from your your system map, the, or and there's not a, I'm locked onto this thing, take me there. That would be nice as well. It's, well, the Super Cruise Assist just... Whoa! Mm-hmm. Wow. I was... I see what they mean about no loop of shame. I was speeding far too fast mm. past this high high tech system. Oh, <laughs> I had to do a loop of shame. Yeah. yeah, it just dropped me right next to the station. Okay, I didn't get that. I um, I was going way too fast, and I shot right past it. Okay, so the default temperature is forty four. Yeah, look at that temperature go up now. Look at it. Mm. Sorry, you're okay. Wow, we're up at eighty. Yeah, sorry, Shan. I should have. Yeah, okay, we're up, we're we are getting a bit crispy there. So, and he's back out down to 40 now. Yeah, he's come out of it, but that yeah. went up way quicker than I would have expected. I don't know whether Sarian agrees with me or not, but that just seemed to go up too quick. Yeah, Sarian's saying it's a bit toasty as well. So yeah, it does look like he's getting warm very quickly as well, Shan. So this might be a bug that needs to get reported by, by Corvette owners. Oh, I must admit, though, when you've got it on the docking computer and you can flip through in the cameras, that is gorgeous. Oh, oh, it's, the, yeah. reflection, the reflection of the planet itself in your pilot's helmet and the pilot's <laughs> helmet's reflection on the entire space station as you land. Uh, so are you, are you taking screenshots here, Colin? No, I'm just admiring. You're just admiring the pretty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's... With the additions of the, um, with the with the docking computers and the super cruise assist, the stuff you can get up to stuff while you're flying from A to B. 
Um, I think that Super Cruise Assist would be amazing for Psycho Cow or Simuth uh, on their trips to Tasnobotov, for example. It's yeah. a double-edged thing, though, isn't it? Because it's going to take slower. It's going to be slower, and you still need to pay attention because it doesn't prevent you being into. It doesn't present any of that, but Simuth has a tendency to go off and fly 0.22 light years beyond out, uh, Hassan Orbital. What, by accident? Yeah. Yeah, that's just funny. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's, it's also oopsie. I mean, I must admit, I'm not that bothered about the... Um, what, what did you say the problem was with the, the selling of commodities? Because I'm, I'm able to sell this very, very quickly. Yes, but you don't have 700 tons. Well, I'm, I'm just using the, the left-right hat, and that seems to be doing the trick quite well on my... Do you have somebody who's in a, in a big ship? Well, not me personally, no. Um, okay. I mean, and my even my other ships at the moment. I've got uh, my other ships are out of yeah, the. Um, not at the moment because my other ships are doing the um, the, the uh, Guardian runs at the moment for around okay. time. So uh, yeah, I'm not having much luck. Okay, with sorry, Starion. I'm going to quickly pop back over to my main just to very quickly check this. So. Um, Norman, I'll be back on in Elite in a couple of seconds, and I'm going to go and flick over onto my main, well, not onto my main, but onto my main ult, and so I've, got, I've at least got a Type 9 there. So I will do that onto there. Paul Arch is saying, saying it's very slow, um, but I can go and demonstrate, so in we go. Bear with this two minutes while I load into the game. So, can you give us a rundown actually of VCM, Colin? Beg your pardon? Can you give a, a rundown of VCM? And Wotherspoon is wanting to see my password. That's why I asked Ventura to go into his game for a second. Nice try. Um, so how, how, did it, how was ECM for you? Um, ECM for me was... Um, it was good while I was there. Um, mm -hmm. I would have liked to have stayed longer, but um, circumstances... That's kind of your always the case with you and conventions, though, really, Colin. It, it, yeah, it does seem to to run that way. Yeah. Uh, and I don't seem to be able to stay in there for as much time as everybody else does. But yeah, I saw, every, um, I saw quite a lot of people, and um, I think, yeah, everybody was having a good time. Uh, there was... <sighs> There's plenty of board games that people were messing about with. I do have to give a a, a call out to to Winjing Pom for for his um, space based game. You know the one that he had yeah. that he brought along to Lavecon. He brought that one along again this time. And there's a lot of people playing Zombie Side. Um, nice retro area where I was mm -hmm. able to show my little lad the kind of games that I was playing at his age. Like, yeah, yeah, and uh, to which his his um, critical opinion was. How did you manage? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, I heard he... that Paige was a bit of a beast at Gang Beasts. Um, yeah, like I said, unfortunately I wasn't able to talk to many of the, the actual Frontier people because I, I saw Paige, Dav, uh, Will and Sally all um, all milling about. But um, mm. yeah, it wasn't... 
um, I wasn't able to to say hello to everybody, um, and uh, it was nice to bump into Mr. Witherspoon, who was uh, telling me a whole lot of things that I didn't need to know. <laughs> Only so he could. Yes, um, I, in my opinion, the miniatures game between uh, Winging Pom and uh, Dobbo. I think Winging Pom actually won. Um, even though Dobbo did run away with just one eagle intact. Okay. So why? What happened between the two of them? Um, uh, basically, it, uh, let's see. Widging Pom had the dangerous cobra, and um, Dobbo had the um, expert eagle and the cycle cow um, sidewinder. Right. And unfortunately, the cycle cow sidewinder came a cropper. Okay, and then Winging, so Winging Pom basically ran away. No, no, double ran away. Double ran away. Yeah, double ran away. I, I, I'm going to give the, the, uh, the victory on that one to Winging Pom. Fair enough. Um, so I'm guessing we, you were just there for the for part of the day. You didn't stay overnight or anything. No, I didn't. Um, I was, I was about helping set things up. Uh, the previous, the, yeah. The, the, on the Friday, and and then um, one of the benefits, I guess, of you living localish. Yeah, yeah. Both um, both me and uh, Shouty Man, so, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Winard, we are local to to that area. And uh, yeah, I forgot that the, the Renaissance Hotel. When you look at it from the outside, looks horrible. I've heard. <laughs> but when you actually go inside, it is absolutely beautiful. Okay. And it, it was a good event. What more can I say? And yeah. uh, roll on LaveCon. <laughs> Do you know how your availability is for LaveCon yet, or is that still under negotiation? Um, I'll, I don't know at the moment, so Fair fingers enough. crossed. Oh, fingers um, crossed for you, Colin. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I hope, beyond all hope, that you'll be able to make it Friday night through to a Monday morning, uh, which would be uh, amazing if you can, if you can actually make it for the full... Like the full extended duration, if you can actually make that, that'd be awesome. But I don't really expect yeah. it. But it might. We can. I can be wishful thinking, can't I? You can. You can. Um, right. Have we got any other final comments before we uh, give out the uh, the wind up for the end of the show? I'm literally changing into my Type Nine to try and buy a whole load of stuff. So if so you, you can come up, if you can come up with more bullshit for a couple of minutes, I can see how quickly it is for me to buy things. Okay, yeah, I mean, this is one of the things we need to to check to see how these uh, yeah these things are panning out. Um, I mean, I must admit, the, the, from what I've seen so far, it's it's acceptable. It hasn't. Nothing's really jumped out at me. Going, wow, that's uh, that's a vast improvement. Even though it is an improvement, if does that make sense? I more... seeing whether or not I can bullshit, which is, is he knows I can. <laughs> I, I think there's more to this update than we were than we were let on when mm-hmm. they first said, "Oh, every two, every three or four months, we'll have a small amount of updates." Because although they are, you know, quality of life updates, but if you think about it, they done quite a lot of work regarding the interfaces and the UI and all mm-hmm. that stuff like that and that is that is not a small change and I'm not saying we should expect similar size stuff going forward but there's more to this one than I thought there was going to be 
Um, well, personally, I'm hoping that, you know, they manage to keep this level of update going for the next 18 months. Well, yeah, it was 18 months or so. Because I, I think I'd, I'd be perfectly happy with things about this size. Uh, with the interstellar initiatives on top of it, I think that would be... Uh, it, it certainly makes me feel like the game is not in maintenance mode. That, the, you know, it is being constantly improved. Well, I don't think anybody could say it's in maintenance mode. Well, yeah, but that's what everybody was complaining about, wasn't it? You you go back to the um, the forums a month ago, and they're yeah. all saying, oh, it's in maintenance mode now. We're not going to see anything, mostly because everyone's running out of patience. And, you know, I yeah. mean... I, one thing, I'm, I'm looking at this, actually, and I do like the suggested markets. Mm. So I can go off and do compare the meerkat.com and then I've got my suggested markets and I can apply and I can now see I can buy tea and I will make approximately 450 credits on tea or I can get some meat and do 500. Uh, looks like the best thing though is if I go off and do some leather trading. So I'm going to go and buy some leather. Fair enough. Um, this, this is, is even Okay, this is T9, 700 ton basically. See how quickly it takes you to load up your cargo bay. Yeah. So, okay, 300. We're not. I'm going pretty fast, but it hasn't accelerated really. Uh, so I mean, that, that looks absolutely fine to me. It's not, it's not as if you haven't constantly pressed the keys. Yeah. I mean, okay, so uh, that's a good point. I'm pressing the D key at the moment to load all this up. Mm hmm. You're just um, holding it down, aren't you? I'm just holding Deaky down. I suppose I might actually try... Oh, bloody hell. Oh, that's nasty. Okay. A and D is good. Mouse clicky is... That's so bad if you just hold the mouse key down. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that's what's... Do you think that's what the problem is? People are using the mouse key instead of the... the I you they are. Oh, that is oh, horrible. God, that does look awful. Yes. Okay. So here's a hint. Don't use the. Yeah. Don't do that then. No. Use the keys um, or use uh, whatever you've got in your joystick. You set up to do. Yeah. Because oh. oh god, that is that is yeah. horrendous. So I would like to buy every you know fill fill me up with leather would be a good thing I guess. Ooh. Uh. Um, how do I actually buy this? Uh, there's a buy button underneath. Yeah. See the buy um, button. There yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to click it, but I can't actually select it. Really? Yeah. Why don't you just press click and see what happens? Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So, what? um, okay. I think so. Using the mouse and then go moving. So I'm, I'm pressing D to buy and sell leather. I then yeah, move point. my mouse down to buy, and I cannot click. If I use the S key to go down and then press space to buy, I've now full up of leather. Right. So so basically the rule that we've got on this one is everybody use keys, don't bother with the mouse. Yeah. Uh, As Paul Archer has just um, highlighted in the chat. Yeah. So what happens if you... Brett, yeah? I'm just trying to think, could you mirror the key press or something? Well, I've got it mirrored actually onto my um, hot ass, and that was fine. So you can just waggle your stick to buy things. I can, I can 
waggle one of my little sticks and it'll do it quite happily, yes. So Ben waggles his stick and fills himself full of leather. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that's nice. I can see if I can see here I've got the trading thing taking me to Zeance. Just to look at the, the menus yeah. again, do you think they've been given the makeover to make them more console friendly? <laughs> we nearly got through the whole station without saying that. <laughs> Well, to be honest, um, they're not just console friendly. I think they're friendlier overall. I mean, the whole size of the of this, I would put this size of this update about the you know the three point one, three point two ones. Would you agree with that? Similar, uh, maybe yeah. a little bit smaller, but not a lot smaller. Well, the focus but, is different, isn't it? On the, yeah. on the new player and stuff. But as I said, this isn't a. I think if you're a, a wizened old player. There's not mm-hmm. as much in this as if you were starting a new commander again, but that's not what it's for. Well, that's what they've that's what they've been saying that for the past several months. So I'm not really surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we're seeing here is the groundwork for the stuff they're going to do in 2020. So they're agreed. getting the new commanders right, so that when they release whatever they're going to release, the new commander experience is polished. Yeah, I would agree friendly. with that. Um, and as I think we've said before, we've also got all the new consoles coming in in 2022. So yeah, the PS5 has just been announced, hasn't it? Oh, has it? It's actually made it yeah. out now. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, from what I've seen, it, the VR headset on that is going to be something awesome. So it makes perfect is it sense. Is by any chance? Um, I haven't had a chance to... to uh, go into in depth into the specs on this, okay. on that. But so. just looking at the the basic specs for, for the PS5, I think if they can if they can link um, Elite Dangerous with the virtual reality headset in that, I think they've got a winner. Yeah, I mean, because... I think it would be awesome if they went off and gave us a this update is the VR update. Yeah, and they. Purely focus on improving the quality of playing Elite Dangerous in VR for that, for the Oculus people, for the Vive people. Maybe even do, isn't the Xbox meant to be getting VR as well, Colin? I don't know about the Xbox. They haven't actually said anything. They're being very tight-lipped. Okay. So, um, just quickly, overall, from what you've seen so far, Shan, what do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down? I think on the whole, it's a thumbs up from me. As I say, it is, it's, you have to put yourself in newbie mode. Mm-hmm. And I think if you do that, yeah, I think it's a solid update. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's, there's more to it than I thought there was going to be, which is always welcome. Excellent. Um, ben, quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Could do better, but overall, thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, Commander Ventura, are you willing to give a thumbs up or th- down? Uh, thumbs up. Anything that, uh, anything that adds to the game is always good. So, yeah. Oh, um, I am actually going to um, add to that and with a surprised thumbs up because, as Shan said, it, <laughs> it's got more to it. Surprise thumbs up. <laughs> surprise I'm sorry. Thumbs. Oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry. <laughs> right. Right, hang on, I'm just going to mute Ben while he giggles himself to silliness. 
Um, right. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, four thumbs up so far, which is enough to make Ben's eyes water. Now, uh, just covering over the, the rest of the things, um, of course, LaveCon 2019 is on the 4th to the 7th of July. It's the Sedgebrook Hall Hotel, and it's sponsored by Spider-Man Games. Um, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, broadcasts on Thursday from 8.30 British Summertime. And go to tv.forthemug.com or radioforthemug.com if you just want the audio. The CQC Discord for the discerning commander that likes a, uh, a bit of CQC action can be found at https um, slash slash discord me slash elite dangerous CQC. That's all one word. Um, and um, they have games on at this moment in time. So um, following this, we of course have the most excellent Galnet news from Commander Witherspoon. Uh, and that is it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com, facebook.com slash laveradio, at laveradio on Twitter, uh, or you could join the Discord chat channel by going to discord.io slash laveradio. You could join our TeamSpeak server where commanders like to come out and chat at teamspeak.laveradio.com, which is also shared with the Hutton Orbital Truckers. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 uh, British Summertime and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Ben, thanks to Shan, thanks to Commander Ventura for all the wonderful tech stuff he's been doing. Uh, and thanks to everybody that's joined us in the chat. So until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Is your
Galnet News Digest, 23rd of April, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Salome not dead, shock, revelation. Distant disappointment for coming too soon. Pirate Queen resigns following blackmail attempt. Soft play area gets going. Slotting the modules. Salome not dead, shock, revelation. Scourge of the prison system, sworn enemy of Princess Ashling, and the Cassandra, responsible for warning the galaxy of the return of the Thoragoids, Kahina Tijani Loren, also known by her porn star name of Salome, appears to be as resilient to assassination as Rasputin. Believed to have been killed on the 29th of April 3303, long before planets could first be mapped in late 3304, she nonetheless appears to have been exploring and has claimed first map tags on planets Zeta-1 Reticuli, AB-1, and Anumclaw-1. Her true followers have never really believed that she could die, and this evidence that she's alive and well demonstrates that the force of narrative cannot be derailed by mere facts. Distant disappointment for coming too soon. Members of the Distant Worlds 2 expedition who raced to complete the journey ahead of official announcements will not be credited with completion, according to organiser Eremus Kamsel. Only those registered commanders who are present in Beagle Point at some time, between the 22nd of April and 13th of June, and who register their arrival using the correct paperwork, will receive credit for completing the expedition. So stop honking and scooping and start enjoying the journey. Pirate Queen resigns following blackmail attempt. Taja Gavaris, the ruthless pirate queen intent on taking over Rackham Capital Investments, has resigned in confusion and fled federal systems because CEO Zachary Rackham threatened to say nasty things about her. Rackham, who is also an ex-pirate, is believed to have tricked the Federal Times into revealing details about Gavaris's shady past. So Taja Gavaris, a pirate, has fled because someone's found out something that a newspaper already knows. How can you blackmail someone over something that a newspaper already knows about? There's something fishy going on, but in any case... With Zack Rackham's close ties to the Federal Intelligence Agency, his grip over Rackham Capital Investments seems once again secure. Soft play area gets going. The Pilots' Federation has commissioned a small cluster of brand new star systems to be the training grounds for its new members. Having opened for business today... The system offers simple missions safe from the unwelcome attention of more experienced members. As soon as they gain their first rank, be it mostly harmless, mostly aimless or mostly penniless, the new commanders will be offered a graduation mission which will take them away from the training ground. Once they complete this mission, the commander will never again be able to visit the training area and will find out very quickly indeed what life in the big wide galaxy is really like. 
as the rank of mostly aimless can be attained by collecting three different materials in approximately five minutes, the new training area won't pose much inconvenience to the murderers waiting just outside. Slotting the modules. With the release of two new modules, commanders are finally permitted to remove the covers from the size 1 module slots on their ships. Small ships have two of these slots, larger ships have only one. The new advanced docking computer, which docks in reverse in the sense that you start docked and end up undocked, can fill one of these new holes. And the new supercruise assist, which helps you change shipping lanes when you indicate, can fill the other. In largely unrelated news, it's believed that pirates will no longer suffer amnesia and jump off into the distance when you drop cargo for them, and planets will not turn prematurely blue when being mapped, and drag munitions will disable the victim's boost capability as well as taking away all their engine pips. That's yet another reason to run away very, very fast, except of course, you can't. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.